We celebrate today the second Sunday of Easter, also known as Divine Mercy Sunday. Our celebrant today is Father Daniel. We are mindful to check our cell phones that they're on silent or off. If you wish to follow in the Missalette the readings, they begin on page 97. Second Sunday of Easter. And we begin with that great Easter hymn, This is the Feast of Victory for Our God, in the Red Hymn Book, number 515. Please stand as we begin this great celebration.
name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Indeed, this is the face of victory to our God who has overcome death by rising from the dead so that you and I will have life abundantly. And so we gather around this throne of mercy as we celebrate this feast of divine mercy, a reminder that no one is excluded from the mercy of God. And God stops at nothing to redeem each and every one of us. And also a reminder that we are more than the worst thing we have ever done. That is divine mercy. As we come around this table of mercy, we recognize our need of God's mercy and compassion, so we bow our heads to make our confessions. I confess. Therefore, I ask the Mary of a virgin, all the angels and saints, that you, my brothers and sisters, pray for me to the Lord. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to life everlasting.
Abrahamus. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast came to the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been watched, by whose spirit they have been reborn, and by whose blood they have been redeemed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Many signs and wonders were done among the people at the hands of the apostles. They were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the others dared to join them, but the people esteemed them. Yet more than ever, Believers in the Lord, great numbers of men and women were added to them. Thus they even carried the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, so that when Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on one or another of them. A large number of people from the towns in the vicinity of Jerusalem also gathered, bringing the sick and those disturbed with unclean spirits, and they were all cured. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Yeah. 
from the book of Revelation. I, John, your brother, who share with you the distress, the kingdom, and the endurance we have in Jesus, found myself on the island of Patmos because I proclaimed God's word and gave testimony to Jesus. I was caught up in spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a voice as loud as a trumpet, which said, Write on a scroll what you see. Then I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me. And when I turned, I saw seven gold lampstands. In the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man, wearing an ankle-length robe with a gold sash around his chest. When I caught sight of him, I fell down at his feet as though dead. He touched me with his right hand and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last, the one who lives. Once I was dead, but now I am alive forever and ever. I hold the keys to death and the netherworld. Write down, therefore, what you have seen and what is happening and what will happen afterwards. The word of the Lord. Let us be to God.
be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, we have seen the Lord, but he said to them, unless I see the mark of the nails on his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are written or not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
So the joy of the Lord, the joy of the resurrection continues to flow in our hearts and we continue to celebrate that joy on this Sunday that we also celebrate the divine mercy of God. Because we are Easter people and hallelujah is our song. So on our lips, full of songs. In our hearts, full of songs of gratitude. And so we sing once again. Christ our Lord is risen again. Earth and heaven in chorus sing. Raise your joy in triumph, sing. Hallelujah. That we too may enter heaven. Amen. The joy of Easter fills our hearts. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so today we celebrate the divine mercy of God. And as I said in the beginning, the divine mercy is a reminder that no one, none of us, is excluded from the mercy of God. None of us is excluded from the compassionate love of God. Today he appeared to the disciples who were terrified, scared of the Jews. And when he came, he came with the message of peace. Peace be with you, three good times. We need peace in our troubled world. Peace be with you. Peace as the comes with forgiveness. As the Father has sent me, so I'm sending you. So we become missionary disciples of peace, of forgiveness in our time, beginning with ourselves, because we cannot give what we do not have. We need peace, first of all, in our life, so we are able to extend the same peace to others. Peace be with you, three good times. At Mass, we say it many times. Uh, the prayer after our Father, the praise begins, continues. The embolism, he said, deliver us, Lord, from every, graciously grant peace in our days. And we also invited to offer the sign of peace to everyone. We need peace. So coming to the disciples who were scared, he didn't come to judge them. You abandoned me, you neglected me, you betrayed me. No, he didn't come to find fault with them. Rather, he came with the message of forgiveness, the message of mercy, the message of love. Already we know the name of God is mercy. That is the title of the first book of Pope Francis, the very first book he wrote as a pope. The book is the name of God is mercy. Why? Because mercy is the new name or new face with which God reveals himself all through the scriptures from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Just a few examples. You know how often the Israelites failed in keeping the, uh, the covenant. They were unfaithful to the covenant, but God continued to show mercy over and over in sending them kings, prophets, that we show them the way, that we lead them out of exile, that we get them to the promised land and to keep them in the right path. And in the fullness of time, 
mercy became a person. So mercy is not just an idea, it is not just a concept, but a person. Christ incarnated lived among us, and all through his public ministry, we witness the exercise of mercy. We have many examples in the New Testament. Consider the popular example of Luke 15, the parable of the prodigal father. Some people call it prodigal son. But it is the father who is very generous, lavishing his mercy on all of us, just like this lost son. And also the woman caught in adultery, John chapter 8, while others, you know, like us, want to condemn this woman to have her killed, stoned to death, Christ showed mercy upon her. And many other good examples inviting us that mercy is a person, a person once encountered, once lived, and once we are in union with him. Then, not only that we experience this mercy ourselves, we are energized to extend the same mercy to others. Paul, in his letter to Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, he says, Blessed be God who comforts us in our sorrows so that we are able to console others with the same mercy, with the same consolation that we have received from him. So, because of the many ways that God continues this mission of mercy upon us, the church thought it wise to have a Sunday dedicated to celebrating the mercy of God, but also reminding all of us that we are called to be merciful. The Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitude, Matthew chapter 5, blessed are the merciful, for they will obtain mercy. So we make bold with today's feast to go out showing mercy to others. A little bit of the history, a lot of us already know how to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. If you do not know how to pray it, we have a booklet in the back, and we have some here. You can pick it up. It is a wonderful prayer. But um, we know in 1931, uh, St. Faustina Kowalski, a nun, uh, the Lord appeared to her, you know, revealing his mercy, the picture of divine mercy that you see, the rays of light, the red and all of that. So the Lord appeared to this uh, saintly nun and described his compassion, his love, and asked that all of us, anyone who devote themselves, venerating the image of divine mercy, first we receive not only forgiveness of sin, but also plenary indulgence. That is why the church asked us this weekend to go to confession and also um, receive communion so that the plenary indulgence for today's uh, feast of divine mercy will be upon us. So if you were not able to do it the weekend, you can also do it after, uh, uh, after the feast of uh, divine mercy. So you can gain the plenary indulgence. So uh, Pope John Paul II uh, in 2001 during the canonization, or he canonized her 2000, then in 2001, popularized the second Sunday after Easter to be a Sunday of celebrating the divine mercy. So God is merciful. The psalm for this man says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever, or his love is everlasting. So as we celebrate him, we also recall the need for all of us to receive mercy ourselves. 
mercy is embedded in offering forgiveness, the church continues in that business of celebrating mercy through the sacrament of reconciliation. That is the peace that the Lord has come to offer us. That is the serenity that he has come to bring us. In our time, we have so many things troubling us. Perhaps job, children, family, all of these worries take us away from experiencing the inner peace that the Lord has come to give us. You know, it is said that uh, if you are going through depression, you are living in the past. And if you are so anxious all the time, anxiety, then you're living in the future. But when you are at peace, you are living in the moment. And we are called to celebrate every moment the Lord has given us as a gift. Do not worry about what tomorrow will bring. You know, the Gospel of Matthew 6 tells us about all of these worries. Not that we shouldn't worry about life and all of that, but not to be so much invested in all of the troubles going on. Paul gives us a kind of uh, admonition on worrying up. Worry does not change anything. Rather, it, it sucks the energy out of us. Paul tells us in his letter to Romans chapter 12, beginning to, you know, be not anxious about anything, anxiety. Be not anxious about anything, but in everything, with prayer and petition, make your request known to God. He cares, First Peter 5, 7, he cares. Unload all of that worries unto him, for he cares. As we come together to celebrate the divine mercy, we ask the Lord of mercy to give us the faith strong enough to experience and not to be like Thomas, who insisted, unless I put my hands here and in the side, then we cannot believe. But to have the faith strong enough, because faith will tell us that Christ is with us always. The popular words of St. Thomas Aquinas, Pretet fides supplementum, faith supplies where the senses are defective. Faith will always tell us that God is with us. In the midst of our trials, sorrow, anguish, agony, he is there, lending us a strong shoulder to lean on and to comfort us. As we celebrate the divine mercy, we remember to be agents of mercy to others. Peace be with you. May we now rise to make profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten God from God, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men, for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit, who was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified in the Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. And rose again on the third day. day. And our brothers were Christians. He ascended to heaven. That is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, 
who proceed from the Father and the Son, who with his body and sons is glorified, glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one in the Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. We bring our needs and the needs of our brothers and sisters before the Lord, trusting in the one who raised Jesus from the dead. And our response will be, Lord, our response will be, hear us, O Lord. For the church, that through the inspiration and guidance of the Holy Spirit, we may boldly proclaim our faith in the risen Christ, we pray to the Lord. Hear us, O Lord. For Pope Francis, Archbishop Amen, and all who serve the church, that the risen Lord grant them the grace and strength to carry the cross with the suffering Christ. We pray to the Lord. Hear Lord, us. Hear Lord. For the newly initiated members of the church, that they may find growth in faith, hope, and love in the Lord and express those virtues in living out the gospel. We pray to the Lord. Hear, hear us. Hear us, the Lord. For our faith community that we may we may sincerely repent of our sins and participate with Christ in the Paschal renewal. We pray to the Lord. Hear yes, us, O Lord. For world peace, especially in Ukraine, that all churches may be uni united under the one true faith. We pray to the Lord. Yes, O Lord. For the departed members of our parish community, especially Janet McIntyre that they may be judged in mercy on the last day. May all of us, the living and the dead, rise in glory and grace on that great day. We pray to the Lord. Lord, yeah. And for those for whom this mass is being offered, which is our St. Peter parishioners, we pray to the Lord. Together we say our family prayer. Loving, Loving and faithful God, God through, through the years the people of our Archdiocese have appreciated the prayers and love of Our Lady of Promsucker in times of war, disaster, epidemic, and illness. We come to you, Father, with Mary, our mother, and ask you to help us in the battle of today against violence, murder, and racism. We implore you to give us your wisdom that we may build a community founded on the values of Jesus, which gives respect to the life and dignity of all people. Bless parents that they may form their children in faith. Bless and protect our youth that they may be peacemakers of our time. Give consolation to those who have lost loved ones through violence. Hear our prayer and give us the perseverance to be a voice for life and human dignity in our community. We ask this through Christ our Lord, our Lady of Promsucker, hasten to help us. Mother Henriette DeLille, pray for us that we may be a holy family. Amen. Please be seated. Please join in singing in your red hymnal, number 507, O Sons and Daughters, number 507.
pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands. <clears throat> the praise and the glory of his name for our good and good of his holy faith. Acceptable, Lord, we pray, the oblations of your people, that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain unending happiness through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is very right and just, our duty and our salvation. At all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But in this time above all, to loud yet more gloriously. When Christ our Passover has been sacrificed, for he is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying he has destroyed our death, and by rising restored our life. Therefore, Overcome with Paschal joy, every land, every people exalt in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, 
graciously make holy this gift we have brought to you for consecration, that it may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At first command, we celebrate this mistress. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks to said the blessing, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins, do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. As we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of Christ and filled with the Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intersection in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Gregory, our bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, 
and the entire people you have gained for your own. Let's sing graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you in your compassion and merciful father. Gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasant to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The Savior's command and formed by divine teaching with that to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us Lord, we pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. And graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer to each other a sign of peace. The spirit.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, have not ordered thee that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be
please join in singing in your blue hymnal number 317, Alleluia, Alleluia, give thanks. In your blue hymnal number 317.
most sacrament must call you. O sacrament to God, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, we pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that our reception of this Paschal Sacrament may have a continuing effect in our minds and hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, this afternoon by 2.30, there will be exposition of the Blessed Sacrament and the prayer, the Divine Mercy Chaplet will be prayed all through the hour and there will be confession at three and benediction will be used to conclude our celebration of Divine Mercy. So if you are able, of course, um, there is something gracious to do. You can come back maybe 2.30 or 3 or even 4, perhaps for 20 minutes or 30 minutes to be with us as we celebrate the Divine Mercy Sunday or to receive the plenary indulgence if you've not been able to go to confession for the indulgence. Thank you, Dickie Brian, for your service. The choir, thank you so much. It's beautiful. The author of us, thank you. And the lectors for the mass, thank you so much. The extraordinary ministers of the Eucharist and the ushers. May God continue to give us his grace and mercy as we sincerely seek him from the bottom of our hearts. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth in peace. Go forth in peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. Defend us in God. Be our protection against the wickedness of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And to God, our Prince in the heavenly hosts, by the power of God, cast the hell Satan and all in whose spirits rise out of the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Our recessional hymn is in your red hymnal, number 512. At the Lamb's High Feast we sing, number 512. 